Welcome back to Rabbit Ears. We are on season three and we are on the Netflix schedule like the OA where we take two or three years in between each season. So thanks for sticking with us. Hopefully I don't get canceled like that amazing show did. Speaking of Netflix, I have with me the host of the Netflix and Soul podcast. Pardon me. One of the hosts of the Netflix and Soul podcast. My very good friend, Dan Brennick. Hi, Dan. Ah, Shalomi Mahomi. Oh, no. You brought that back? Of course. You're the worst. It's okay, though, because Dan has listened to me stumble through about six introductions before we've gotten to this one that I feel like is okay. So we're going to roll with this one. All right, Bob? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Okay, so in this episode of Rabbit Ears, we're going to be talking about 2006 hit? Is it a hit? Um... That's actually a good question. I don't know. Because, like, it's an anime, which... It's, yeah, I I had heard of it, but only because Netflix made the movie. We're talking about Death Note, just to end the anticipation. The yes, suspense. if you can't... If you're illiterate and you somehow stumbled upon this podcast where we're, we're talking about Death Note. I always forget that it's in the fucking show notes. It's in the title. It's going to be Death Note. Yeah, I know. I take a chip and eat it. It's probably going to be the title of the episode. Well, now it is. So there you go. Done. All right, so... This show I knew about because Netflix made the movie, but I don't think I was aware of it before that. And I know the movie sucked ass. Um, Caleb and I have talked about this on our show because we covered this, the, the the Netflix movie. But we actually feel like it would have been okay had they just changed the names of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the main characters in the anime were L and Light. And the main characters in the movie were named L and Light. So it automatically draws comparisons back to the anime because you're basically like using the same character names and comparing it. Well, yeah, they're making a live action. What was the movie? Like an hour and a half, two hours? Two hours. Roughly two hours. And the series was 37 episodes, like a little over 20 minutes per episode. Now, granted, a third of that series could have been cut out, which we'll get to later. However, that's a pretty lofty undertaking to try to make a feature film like that of something that's got that much information and detail. I think they were clearly trying to make two Oh, um, based off the way it ended, but it's n- we're never going to get a second one because of how like panned it was. Like, like I said, and we're we're getting way ahead. Yeah, in, I was about in, to say this, we're getting like, way ahead of ourselves. If you just set this in the same universe and just say, okay, this is like ten years Another later, Death Note that gets dropped. Yeah, Ryuk is like, oh, I'm bored again. Yeah. Drops the Death Note, and then we have another situation, and then Lakia Stanfield's character is an L. It's like. P and you think that sounds stupid, but like he is a detective. Like he's like we had Mellow and Near who were M and N, which came after L, which L-M-N-O. came after L. So that's why I'm saying like P. No, you need an O because there's no O. You can you can skip O because O doesn't matter. Like you can just be like, oh, something mysteriously happened to O, and then you can eventually like fill out the world if by doing an O movie. Okay, I'm just saying like there were many ways to do this to do that movie. That didn't draw direct comparisons to the anime and just be like, well, this is fucking trash compared to the anime. Well, I'm never going to watch the movie. Um, like I said, we got ahead of ourselves. So it's been two years, especially since you've been on. If you want to hear about some of Dan's favorite TV shows growing up, you can go back and listen to season two, episode one, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants or episode nine, Power Rangers to get kind of a history on you. Are you going to sing Power Rangers again? No. Okay. No, I was just doing the guitar riff. 
No, that's, that's not even remotely it. It sounds like it in my head. I'm, I have a hearing handicap. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Good it's enough. time to conquer Earth. All right, take about 10 to 15% off there, squirrely bubby. <laughs> Can confirm. Okay. So what are some of the shows that you've seen in the past couple years that you really like and you would like to recommend to people? Letter Kenny? Yes. Uh, and then for other shows... That's on list- Hulu, by the way, everybody. For other shows, listen to my show, which is, you know, about Netflix. And Netflix is like, too many shows. Too it's many a lot shows, to keep up with. Too many shows. That's after too many cooks. Your favorite internet video. God, that shit sucks. It I goes actually, on for too long. I actually... That's the point. Is it just... It, I hate it, it so much. It does that thing where it's like really funny and then stops being funny and then goes super surreal. And then it becomes funny again. No, it did not happen like that for I me. Actually, the the quote unquote main character, aka the serial killer guy, who's in like all of the intros and stuff. I saw him recently in a music video for uh, hard post hardcore band that I have only heard one song to, but the song, the music video is hilarious. That's beside the point. Wow. But yeah, uh, you did that. I did that. You but did that. Regardless, so, so yeah, Letter Kenny, and then listen to all of Netflix and Soul's catalog because he's gonna fucking do that to you instead of just saying what shows he's seen that he likes. Twenty three episodes. You have time. Okay. Well, some of the shows that I, if anybody gives any fucks about the shows that I like, which I would assume you do because you're listening to the show where I talk about shows that I like or dislike, so don't front. Uh, I recently did a guest spot on Two Peas on a podcast where we talked about my favorite shows of the last decade. I also, if you find, if you join the two P's fan page or whatever, then I also posted my top 30 shows that I've seen and included Bravo series as an addendum to that. So it's like all the shows that I've watched in the past 10 years that are worth a damn, in my opinion. See, So listen to two P's. I think it came out the third week of December. So you can find that if you give any cares, which see, you do. When, you when i was like you should do a podcast again and you were like i don't know i'm like you can either do rabbit ears or you should just do a fucking bravo podcast i mean i do oh i'm gonna out myself really embarrassingly so i the people who are close to me know that i love bravo shows so much so that in fact in november when they had BravoCon, i was motivated we'll say to make a bravo fan instagram account to which I've posted like 200 memes or like videos in the past like two months. So like I could do a Bravo fan podcast. However, I don't know if I want any of my friends to hear what I have to say about that because that's a little embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. But Real Housewives of Atlanta is hot fire. Vanderpump rules is the shit. Southern Charm is great. They better not bring Thomas Ravenel back because he's garbage. And what else is good? Um, New Jersey's okay. Yeah. That's my Bravo thing. If you want to talk about Bravo, you can message me in Couch Potatoes fan group. All right. So that's what's we've been ta- what we've been watching for the last two years. I guess, like, hold on. I have to look at my format because it's been so long since I've done this. Blah, blah, blah shows. Oh, so now it's time to look back at the year that Death Note premiered, which was 2006. Going back to 2006, I did kind of tailor this to you because I knew that we were doing this together. So the TV shows that premiered alongside Death Note, and tell me if any of these jump out to you or like if you have any firm feelings on them also. Flavor of Love. Did you ever watch that? 
Why? Why? Why would you tailor that to me? What the fuck is I, wrong with because you? Because Rock of Love and Fa- Flavor of Love were like the precursors to Bravo TV, where it's like all these stupid people are getting a platform to be stupid and make me laugh. So that's kind of like most people who are into Bravo were into like those garbage reality love shows. No. You didn't watch Flavor of Love? No. Okay. What about Power Rangers Mystic Force? I was off the... We, we discussed this. In the was, pow- that was two years ago, bro. I've, I actually recently listened to that. So I, I assumed you? you recently listened to that too. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I, I jumped off at Wild Force, which was like two. I don't know the order of these. 2003? I don't know the order of those. The Hills came out. Another pre-Bravo show this is tailored to you two pre-bravo shows oh no the tv premieres are definitely dedicated to me it's the movies that are for you hannah montana dexter and the first ever real housewives franchise the real housewives of orange county which started off the entire fucking bravo network in my opinion (sighs) premiered in 2006 okay now this is the shit that's tailored to you are you ready the movies let's let's find out Fast and the Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. The worst one. Children of Men, which we both yeah. hate. <laughs> movie's fine, but like, dude, uh, fucking Christ. The only good thing about the movie is that there's no kids. The The best part about the, the movie is that is that the other best part is when the child is born and they walk out with no one fighting. That's like just watching everyone stop fighting and then like resume utter chaos immediately after is kind of hilarious. Clive Owen looks like a fucking tree stump trying to act. Clive Owen can't act, and that's the big problem with that movie. He's wooden AF. The Departed, Departed. Casino Royale. Sorry. I didn't think you'd have a feeling about The Departed. I I don't. The Departed is whatever. Casino Royale, The Devil Wears Prada, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. You ain't first, you're last. Exactly. And The Lake House, which I fucking saw recently and despised. (laughs) Time... Time is a constant in my, amongst our lives where trees will pop out of nowhere and you'll suddenly remember forever that they weren't there before. Right? What the fuck? That movie's garbage. And Keanu Reeves, so- I love sorry, you as Julio. a person. And Sandra Bullock, I love her as a person. But <sighs> that was a waste of my time. Um, the songs that were big that year. I don't know if you'll know any of these, but I'm hoping that you do. Laffy Taffy by D4L. Get the fuck out of here. No. Girl, shake that laffy taffy. That laffy taffy. Girl, shake that laffy taffy. Do you just look these up on YouTube before? No. Okay. I knew this song. I could I could sing part of it. Something like, hold on. Girls calling me Jolly Rancher because I stay so hard. You can suck me for a long time. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's really vi- it's It's vile, but amazing. Were you graduating college at this point? No. Wait, maybe yes. Wait, 2006? Yeah, I was graduating college. Oh, there you go. I was uh, in my junior year of high school. <laughs> Somebody put out a warrant for my arrest. Um, Sexy Back for Gerald by Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. I really like that song. Who's the singer of that song? Gnarls Barkley. No. Who's the singer? That's the band name. Who's the singer of that song? It's fucking, isn't that CeeLo Green? CeeLo Green. Yeah. I'm so good. Dick in a Box by Your Boy's Lonely Island. Also featuring Justin Timberlake. Also featuring Justin Timberlake. 2006, the year of Justin Timberlake. For Paul, Knights of Sidonia by Muse. That's a great song. You're welcome, Paul. I love that song. Miss New Booty by Bubba Sparks featuring the Ying Yang Twins. Twins? Twins. Shut up. I found you, Miss New Booty. Get it together. Bring it back to me. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. Remember that song? 
Absolutely not. No, really? I wasn't, I wasn't in the club then. You were then. a child. I, no. And then the worst song of 2006, You're Beautiful by James Blunt. I You're beautiful. <gasps> Stab me in the throat. You're beautiful. You're, You're beautiful. It's true. Fuck that song. I saw your face in a crowded place. And I don't know what to do. Because I, I will never be with you. That's not true, because we're together right now. Suck it, James Blunt. He'll smoke you up 420, bitch. Also, Bill, if your baby's born on 420, you have to name it Blaze. Also, Bill, if you listen to this, thank you. <laughs> Hi, individual people that I know. If you're listening to this podcast, I mean, thank you. This show's been gone for two years. I expect about five or six people to actually download this and listen to it for the first episode initially. So thank you. I'm going to give you guys all personal. Oh, also personal shout out to Francisco at the Microsoft store for helping me recover all of my old rabbit ears podcast episodes and download them to the hard drive. Well, those no, because the other ones I couldn't save. They were gone. It was not Francisco's fault. And they didn't charge me the Microsoft store. My shit was not under warranty and they helped me. And it was amazing. Thank you, Francisco. Everybody buy an Xbox Series X when it comes out this fall in order to support Microsoft. Everybody do what you want with your money and don't listen to Dan. All right. So the other pop culture slash historic events that happened in 2006, Facebook and Twitter became public. The Steelers won the Super Bowl. Fuck yeah. That was, shut up. I'm reminiscing about the Super Bowl 40. In fact, when we went to college, we would play tackle football with our, amongst our friends. Uh, No pads on because we're psychopaths and we love each other. But uh, we, whenever I would have my friend Matt Barger on our team, we would go, okay, it's time to run Super Bowl 40. There's a specific play from Super Bowl 40, which is uh, a wide receiver uh, reverse slash pass. Uh, one wide receiver starts on one side of the field, comes across to the other. The cor- the running back uh, receives the handoff and then hands the ball off to the wide receiver who then swings around and bootlegs and throws a deep pass to the wide receiver from this on the side of this field they're going uh, that they're already going towards, uh, and they catch it and they score a touchdown every time because everyone's just like, oh, a run's happening. Sports games, people. Sports games. I will never forget that play because Ben Roethlisberger threw a block and he was garbage in that game. He was terrible in Super Bowl Forty. The Carolina Hurricanes won the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, they did. They beat the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Duke University lacrosse team scandal uh, happened in which some members were accused of taking advantage of a stripper. Later discovered she made that shit up. That's not cool, stripper. Also, though, I hate Duke, so fuck them. Those poor boys actually had their lives ruined by that. Well, maybe don't put yourself in situations where you get accused of shit like that. You can still Google them and, like... I don't know. I, I feel I feel bad for them. I feel bad-ish, but they put themselves in a situation that they didn't have to be in as college athletes. I don't know. I went to a strip club. Should I? Should I Were be accused of rape? Were you a college athlete? Should I be accused of rape if Were I was? Were you a college athlete? Of course not. Okay, then do whatever the fuck you want. You're an idiot. Uh, Steve Irwin died in 2006. Requiescat tragically. In pace. What'd you say? Requiescat in pace. Means rest in peace in Italian. Oh. Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards finally split up. I believe she was pregnant at the time. Tiger blood. Winning. And then uh, the Star Wars kid video goes viral, which you may be familiar with from Arrested Development when it was funny. What? <laughs> Wait, how did that video go viral in two th- was, 2006? Was that th- season three of Arrested Development? Yeah, I think Arrested Development was 2003. 
So yeah, season three. Okay. Sure. Uh, I, I, don't I don't know. know. Actually, that's a good point. Because, yeah. I might have to check some of my sources. Don't quote me on the fucking Star Wars kid thing now. Now I'm nervous about the information I'm putting out into the universe. Hold on. I have to go check all of my old notes now and see what 2002. YouTube- 2002 was the Star Wars kid? Yeah. Fuck you. Pop history website. You're a dick. I don't trust any me- of my information now. Okay, so it was released in November 4th, 2002. It was uploaded uh, in April 14th, 2003. But there's been like a bunch of re-uploads of it from mainly 2006, and that was onto YouTube. So that's probably why they think it. So it was the YouTube incarnation of it that became popular in 2006. Right. Still, fuck you for not giving me accurate information, motherfuckers. Okay, so that's... Is that it? Yeah. Sure. That's it for all of the like... Whatever bullshit that happened in 2006. Now the mood is set. Now we can talk about Death Note. Death Note aired from 2006 to 2007, supposedly. That was the original Japanese run. Okay. When did the dub version come out? Because that's what we watched was the dub version. The Yeah. Uh, so that's actually a great question. I don't know. I don't know offhand. Let me... Did they come out simultaneously? No. No. You will almost never see a dub come out simultaneously with um uh, an actual Japanese show. Like it's always months afterwards. Okay. So maybe like, that's you... why the 2006 to 2007 release time cuz it had both of them in there. Right. Um so I just want to so basically anytime like you can get dubs or you can get subtitles of Japanese shows almost immediately. That's no problem because like it's just directly translating. Right. You have to pay an animation team to uh, naturalize isn't the correct word here, but basically to sync up the to sync lip up movements with new the lip other movements language. in terms of like what it, you, we can't directly translate. So what can we put in that will you know get the general gist across while also appealing to American audiences. And would be the cheapest for us to be able to redub using animation, and that's basically what like that's what takes months of planning is figuring out like new dialogue and all that kind of stuff in order to interesting. match. That's, that's interesting. why. That's why. Like, uh, so maybe I should have done this as the 2007 look back. It, oh well, it's whatever. It it, it counts. Uh, so fucked. this premiered on October 21st, 2007, on uh, Cartoon Network's Adult 2007. Swim. Yes, the dub. Okay, got the it. Dub. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, this premiered on Nippon TV on October 3rd, 2006. So almost a year later okay. before the dub was completed or even premiered. If you want to know more about 2007, go look it up yourself. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, series is streaming on Hulu and Netflix. However, having watched it on both, Hulu's a pain in the ass to watch it on because you can't, it doesn't automatically skip the intro or skip the um, outro. It's a huge time waste because it's like a minute and a half intro and the outro is fucking forever too. So just watch it on Netflix. You already have a Netflix account. If you don't, it is on Hulu. You can watch it. It's cool. It's 37 episodes. Each episode is roughly 22 minutes long and it scored a nine out of 10 on IMDb. Most of those are probably 10s from the first 26 episodes, 25 (sighs) 25 episodes because episode 26 is a clip we're gonna show. talk about it we're gonna talk yeah. about it we're but gonna get there most of those are tens from the first 25 episodes and then like the the last <laughs> 13 bring it down so the if you haven't seen death note first of all i recommend that you go watch the first 25 episodes only 
But I'll give you the idea just in case you're kind of not sure if you want to watch it. So the, the premise is an intelligent high school student goes on a secret crusade to eliminate criminals from the world after discovering a notebook capable of killing anyone whose name is written in it. In the dub version, you have Brad Swale. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say his light Yagami, who Dan says has done literally nothing else with his voice acting career. He, he, so here's here's his known for. Uh, he is Kurt Wagner, oh, Wagner in uh, X-Men Wagner. Evolution. Uh, light Yagami. Yep. Uh, he was Dearca El something in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Seed. You know, a Gundam that no one cares about. Everyone cares about Gundam Wing and uh, the original Gundam. Uh, I also care about G Gundam. But I that's care a about Gangnam story. Style. Shut up. Uh, and then we have uh, Mobile Suit Gundam something. Oh, he did. He was a voice in the original Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, he was a Murrow Ray. That's all I can hear but when like, you say that. I I don't really know him from much else. Like he. Well, you're very familiar with the voice acting world community sure whatever you're educated more than i am so we'll say we'll take your word for it that he's essentially a nobody aside from this I, i'm not gonna go so far as to say a nobody but unknown we'll say. this is an unknown his career performance yes and he does a fucking fantastic job we'll talk about that in a minute okay so alessandro giuliani plays l shannon chan plays misa amane Chris Britton is Chief Soichiro Yagami. So you guys Ichiro. have to forgive me for all these fucking things. Soichiro Yagami. Soichiro Yagami. <laughs> what is I it? I fucking pronounce it for you. Say you it again. Soichiro Yagami. Soichiro Yagami. Fuck, my Japanese is rusty, guys. I took a couple Japanese classes because I used to be an anime club in high school. You what? I used to be an anime club in high school. Okay. Basically, like... When I can't Dragon, I when, have sex with you. When Dragon Ball Z came out, like that was like the kind of awakening for like a bunch of young kids. Like into... what kind of awakening? Sexual? No, just like oh, fucking Japanese animation is so sick. Like it's so cool. And like uh, Cartoon Network did this thing called Toonami. Yes, which... I know Toonami. Wasn't Shin Chan in that? Shin Chan's on, Shin Chan was on that. But like that's where like uh, a lot of dubs came over from like popular Japanese shows. That's I mean that's why Death Note was on Toonami. Okay. So like. That's where we like discovered a bunch of anime. So like we wanted to find out more. Uh, unfortunately, so you made an anime club. So an- right. So anime club uh, wound up just being like bullshit, like stupid. Like we just do nothing but talk, and there's nothing but character development anime. And we were just like, no, we don't want to be a part of this. So you know, I basically stuck with like Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, Roroni Kenshin, G Gundam, all that other kind of stuff. So I'm taking not- a picture of myself when I say you're in anime club. Got it. That's getting posted. Okay. I've totally forgotten. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've also, I, in case you also need to not have sex with me even more, uh, I've also played Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh. That doesn't make any difference. I've been around that a lot, unfortunately, slash fortunately. Somebody- I used to go to Comic Cons. Like, I'm fine with it. Some- I am a nerd also, mm. but just not anime. I guess I'm a Bravo nerd, that's what we're going to say. Sure. Um. To give everybody else their credit, Vincent Tong played Masuda, Trevor Duvall played Ayazawa, 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 Ayazawa. I've heard this name a million times. I'm embarrassed. And then Brian Drummond played Ryuk, Ryuk. Yes, Ryuk, Ryuk. Wonderful. Um, Which I want to give the Death Note movie on Netflix a bit of credit. Uh, Everyone had fan casted Willem Dafoe as Ryuk for whenever a live action adaptation would would come out. Uh, and he fucking nailed it. Of course he did. He's Willem Dafoe. He's a fucking... Like, 
I love Willem Dafoe in anything he does. Even when he's in bad movies, he's great. Yeah, he's he, he, wonderful in Boondock Saints, which I love. He was wonderful in Death Note. He is by far the best part. Uh, the worst part being Margaret Qualley. Who? The guy that played Light? Margaret Qualley. Who's that? Margaret Qualley has, is that been, Misa in, Amane? has been in four things. She uh, They Americanized her name to Mia. But uh, she was in Io. She is the main character in Io. No! Yeah. So you see her be bad in Death Note, and then you see her be bad in Io. Then she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as uh, the, the hitchhiker girl that Brad picked. Yeah, Pitt the one with armpit hair. Did she have armpit hair? I don't know. I'm she, imagining she, she did. She was the one that Brad Pitt would, yeah, Pitt would yeah. always pick up. Uh, and then she is quiet in Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding. Uh, she is bad in three of those things, and in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, she is being directed by Quentin Tarantino, so he knows what to make her do. Just sit there and look hot and show her body hair. Obvi. Sure. All right, Sorry, so... Tangent. Sorry. So that's the basic rundown on Death Note. I've taken some notes since I... I you and I re-watch, or watched this for my first time, I would say, like, in the fall of 2019. Yes. And I had no plans at that time of bringing rabbit ears back, so when I decided to bring it back... I am a psycho and I do this to myself all the time where I rewatch the entire series again because I didn't trust myself to remember it because I wasn't paying attention in a way that I would if I were covering it. So what's interesting to me, the first note that I took was Dexter came out the same year and it has a very similar concept where it's somebody is doing bad things or committing murders, but has good intent behind it. So it was very interesting to me that they both came out at the same time, like where Dexter's a serial killer, but he only kills bad guys. And Light is essentially the same thing. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch Dexter? You didn't, did you? I watched like three episodes. Man, I'm going to have you watch Dexter and Breaking Bad. The Dexter, you don't need to watch the last season because it's garbage, but up until then, it's really, really good in case anybody cares. Um, Let's see. I'm going to actually, I'm going to check my format notes for what the fuck okay what are your general general feelings about death note i think for the first 25 episodes it is actual perfection on screen i think that they did every choice and this is this is just for how like my viewing experience with ashley goes um (laughs) fuck you first of all ashley doesn't shut the fuck up ever while watching anything and I always ask the question she like there was and i'll remember this forever with death note and that's this is like why i think the first 25 episodes are perfect there was a time where she was like why why are they doing that and then the script almost immediately explained why they were doing that and then for the rest of the time ashley shut up and just let the fucking show play out because i trusted it at that point because a lot of things we watch a lot of shit together for your podcast correct Sure. A lot of that shit does not have flawless storytelling. It has holes and it has problems. It has issues that I personally, I like to be the smart one and point out, oh, y'all fucked up here. Fuck you. And be the one to call it out. I expect to be able to find problems. Like when we were watching, hold on. We were watching Chef recently. Okay. And they were doing all this prep work, getting ready for the reviewer to come in. And then the Dustin Hoffman comes in and says, no, we're going to serve this menu instead. And I said, well, what's the problem there is they've been prepping for a different menu all day. What the fuck? How are they going to serve this other menu? And it seemed like you had not yet thought of that idea or that was a, yeah, being a problem. Care. Okay. Well, I like to be the one that thinks about shit that nobody cares about and points out as a problem. That's what I, and especially because we were long distance for a long time. So like 
me shutting up the entire time we're watching something means we're not interacting or hanging out. So I'm going to point out and talk about shit, even if it means you yell at me. I don't care. I would yell at her and be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but when I'm smarter than the movie, I like to show you. So anyways. So so you tried the show that you were smarter than Death Note and Death Note was Death like. Death Note told me to shut the fuck up fuck. and sit down. Exactly. And, and there was. So like there's a specific plot point like. It's mid, like a third like of the way through. Teens, no, later teens. Where uh, a whole thing has to develop, and like this whole big plan is being set up for about ten episodes. Honestly, and I thought I you say, were going to be like, "Be spoilers." It's okay. I'm. I, this show is all over ten years old. If somebody wants to watch it, go ahead and watch it. We're going to go ahead and enter spoiler territory because it seems stupid to talk around something that is now fourteen years old. So, when Light gives up the Death Note and doesn't know anything, and uh. Eventually, he does get it back, and he reveals like this whole master plan that he has planned perfectly. Perfectly, I yes. I assumed you'd be like, wait, what? I don't understand this. And then like start asking me questions, and I'd be like, shut the fuck up. You just gotta wait. You just gotta wait. You just gotta wait. You just gotta wait. Like every everything was everything was ultimately revealed in like a very satisfying format. And then the the twenty fifth episode happens, and then you're like, okay, this is interesting. Where do they go now? Like they could probably just end it. From here. They should have. It's arguable whether they could have ended it. I feel like... We're we're going to talk about that later. I want to stick to the mm. first 25 episodes initially. Sure. To go ahead and like be... I, I don't want to just shit on the last third because the first 25 episodes are genuinely fantastic storytelling. Yes. And they deserve to be acknowledged. I think my favorite episode is like the simplest one. And it's when Ray Pember's girlfriend... Is I have a big-ass note about this one, who too. Who is a former police officer, uh, former Japanese police officer who moved to Japan to America and was with an FBI agent who would, was tailing, like, anybody who was related to the police department because there's this whole thing, like... Hold on, <laughs> I've got it written down real quick. So, okay, so L starts to suspect Kira is a student based on the times and days of the deaths that are occurring... Light then kills every hour on the hour for two weekdays in a row. Elvin realizes that it's not a coincidence that the time and day of the deaths changed right as he's and the police started to suspect it was a student indicating Kira is able to access confidential police information. Light did this intentionally. His father is the police captain to create distrust between L and the police. L would then investigate the police and their families to find the leak and the police would resent L's anonymity and distrust and will want to uncover L's identity. That's the kind of shit, like, I know that's hard for you to follow it's if like you don't know the show. It's chess. It's, exactly. It's thinking several fucking moves ahead while it looks like Light's being stupid. He's actually so many fucking moves ahead. And that's how Light and Elle's relationship is throughout the first 25 episodes. You think that one, if you ever are dumb enough to think that one of them is being stupid, you haven't been watching the show. Because they are so far ahead. We're playing checkers. They're playing chess, however you want to say it. It's impressive the amount of thought and detail that goes into this series. Yeah. So as you were saying, so uh so he, she she suspects like that the person that her boyfriend or husband was following is the one who is Kira. So uh, light being the one who Ray Penber was following uh is Kira and therefore like has to make sure she doesn't get back to the police station with this information. So this entire 22 minute episode is him trying to figure out ways in order for her to like in order for him like for him to gather what her actual name is uh in order to kill her 
So that way she doesn't go to the police station. But he also has to kill her in a way that makes her not, like, seem suspicious in any way. Like, she basically, I, I think he has to go, like, jump off a bridge or something He has like to that. go home and commit suicide in or whatever so, way or she something deems like that. fit. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, he and he has to, like, and it's him balancing, like, okay, how do I balance, you know, not seeming too pushy with this? How do I, you know, but how do I also be pushy with it while not being pushy? Like, the inner well, monologue is wonderful. He gave her, she gave him a fake name. Mm-hmm. He wrote down that name in the death note. She didn't die, so he knows it's a fake name, but he can't let her know that he knows it's a fake name. So she's got to, he's got to figure out a way to get her name so he can get her to kill herself without her becoming suspicious and fucking running off on him. Yeah, and it's like written so perfectly. Like that is. episode is legitimately perfect television. Perfect. And then when she goes and walks off to kill herself is like the, one of the darkest moments in the show. Right, because it shows like a gallows, basically. Like it, it's a staircase into a gallows, and yeah. like it, it's beautiful imagery. Like that episode. And it's creepy because Light oh, wants man. to go home and watch how she does it and see like what fucking avenue she takes to end her life. No, he doesn't care. No, he says in the thing. I just rewatched it. Oh, does he? That's yeah. Because I remember him. It's creepy. I remember him calling out to her like after she after like yeah. The he's clock taunting strikes, her because she can't and turn. Like, and he's like, back. "Don't you want to go back to the police station? No, I have something else to do." And you're just like, "Oh, this is so fucked." Yeah, and he's at, he's wondering internally like what sh- how she's gonna do it. He's like, "But I have oh, other yeah, shit yeah. I have to do." Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing a, it internally. I don't fuck, think he ever. No, goes no, to he never it. does it externally. But he's thinking to himself like, wondering how she does it and wishing he could be there to watch. Well, yeah, because he's a psychopath at this exactly. point. Exactly. Like, he, he originally starts out, like, decent. Like, and that's he the does. thing. He's like, he thinks he's God. Like, that's eventually what this comes to. And he actually develops worshipers who thinks, think he's God. So, like, he, he's like, I am judging the, the, the wicked. I am judging the wicked. And now, like, anyone who stands against me is wicked. So mm-hmm. I will kill them. It's, it's beautiful storytelling because, like, you see where what he's saying, but you also understand it comes from a point of uh, like psych like psychotic nature because like no one should have like this kind of god complex. No, but he's also top in his class, like one of the smartest kids at like at all in Japan. He is like next level intelligent, which I didn't glean from the first episode or two that he was that level of intelligent, I thought it was just like some random kid. But the fact that this kind of power has fallen into somebody with this intelligence possession is really scary. And you kind of see where that goes. And like, I'm not going to talk about America's political system, but like it's fucked up. People with bad intentions should not have power and we can't control it. That's all. So, like, like so I said, anyways, so this is Brad Swales, like career best performance period. Like, and I, and I think this is one of the best vocal performances in anime ever. And to give some props to the final episode of the show, uh, when light actually does become like completely unhinged and like realizes he's, he's been beat. It is like, he, he just goes through a gamut of emotions. Oh yeah. And he's Brad all over the Swale, map. Brad Swale, like, fucking nails just like this psychopath going like losing it entirely and not and, and not being able to like fucking quit like it's it's legitimately wonderful like despite the fact that the plot becomes pretty muddled and confused and unsure of itself in the final 13 14 episodes uh the vocal performance from Va- Brad Swale is still top fucking tier no, I'll agree with that. 
I'll agree with that. Um, I guess we should kind of outline a little bit about where the story goes. I mean, it it's it's a lot of in the first few episodes, it's a lot of so light L- being un unchecked, just killing guys, and then eventually the police are like, okay, we have to call in this super detective L, who uh, light just assumes is some big idiot. And then we see that L is like 15 steps ahead of him. And he's like, oh, okay, I got to deal with a real challenge. Yes. It's basically Light and L are set up to be perfect counterparts. They are mirror images of each other. That Light and L both have the same level of intelligence. Light is more, I guess we'll say socially acceptable in terms of like his appearance and his social interactions. Well, he's a sociopath. He's a sociopath psychopath. Yes, but L is also just like socially awkward AF. And so like the first, I guess, third the first quarter of the series, they're working in opposition of each other without meeting and then they meet and they work together ish to kind of take down Kira. It, it's super interesting because Light eventually becomes the primary suspect yes. of Kira. But uh, of Elle's investigation of Kira, Kira. being obvious, uh, I mean, I want to say obviously Kira is the name they give to whoever is committing all of these murders. We haven't even talked about the fact that the notebook just like kills they, people. We're just going to assume you guys have seen this shit at this point. I'm sorry. And there, there's It's a very dense show f- for being 37 episodes. Like uh, even if one of those episodes is a clip show, basically, which... Your twenty sixth episode. Your this is your twenty sixth episode. You don't have to. We're do not going to talk show. about that yet. Uh, I have a whole two pages of notes from twenty six on. Uh, so like, there's a there's a pop star named Hideki Ryuga. Uh, when they when Light and L meet, uh, L gives Light the the name Hideki Ryuga, figuring out like sort of that the Death Note requires both a name and a face. And when you write the name Hideki Ryuga. Uh, like and L even uh, Light even says this. Like if if I write the name Hideki Ryuga, the first person I'm going to think of is the pop star. Yeah. So I'm going to kill the pop star. It's, this is fucking genius because uh, Light figures out this is L too. So it's just like they they know they know who the other person is. They just can't prove like Light can't prove what is like L's real name is, and L can't prove that Light is truly Kira. Yeah, he says all along it's like a 5% to a 1% chance, and then it goes up to a 7% chance. They go from... Lights basically becomes an assistant on the investigation, but then they're also monitoring him. And it's just... There is so many fucking layers to the show. It's so well thought out. It does so much with detail. Like, I can't... It's really hard to talk about because there's so much that we haven't talked about that... To build on, like, I don't know. If you haven't seen the show, first of all, we obviously recommend it up said, to a certain point. Do what? You said that before. What did I say? You said that before. I said that. Our, okay, well, yes. whatever. I'm saying it again. Oh, I was going to say, like, Light's plan to learn the identity of Ray Pember, who's following him, mm. is fucking genius. And you learn how much you can t- control people with the Death Note. Mm. That was really cool. That's that's the proceed. Like, the, that that's episode- how you learn how his fucking brain works, dude. It's like. I would never think of like checking or testing these things. Right. Like this, it's a, it's a two episode arc where he finds out Ray Penber's identity and then Ray Penber's girlfriend tries to find who Kira, like tries to deal information to like who Kira is. So like, it's actually like a great two episodes because he knows that Ray Penber's following him and he needs him to reveal his identity so he can set up like this whole plan to get rid of the FBI out of Japan. So like he, he, 
uh, finds somebody who was like uh, a, a, an armed robber. Yeah. And like has him hijack this bus that he's on with on on a quote unquote date with a girl. And Ray Penber is joined on the bus as well because he's he's following he's following light. So like he needs Ray to show him his ID because he like Ray like he needs to prove that he's a cop. Otherwise, he's going to assume like. He's an accomplice. Is he's what he an said. accomplice. Yes. So like, there. It's just so layered, and like, lights controlled this shooter the whole time. He's even passed him like a piece of the Death Note, so you can see Ryuk, and he goes nuts, and he gets killed by a fucking oncoming car that just runs his goofy ass over. And then like after that, he controls Ray into giving the names of all the FBI agents by like writing their names in the Death Note without him knowing that he's writing their names in the Death Note. Light is a genius, but he is also like a fucking psychopath. Like when I think about like the villain is the main character shows, it's like this Breaking Bad, Mad Men, House of Cards, like you, Batman, Mad Men. Oh, okay, Mad Men, dumb bitch. It's like Batman. Batman's a good guy from a certain point of view. He is. Batman's a good guy. She's giving me this face. It's like, what's wrong with you? Batman's why, a good guy. Why are you saying this? Batman is a good guy. So what if I'm two makers in? He's a good guy. Whatever. He's a real good guy. What were you saying? Shut up. No, that's it. Like, like Light's genius. It, like, we're, we're going all over the place with this, but like Light's genius is just like incredible. Incredible to witness. Okay, so I have in my notes that the series picks up steam when Light and L meet and begin to work together, which it does. Mm-hmm. The characters' internal monologues are fascinating. Light's insistence that he's not Kira is almost believable and convincing as fuck, but it gets even better with the introduction of a second Kira. So let's talk mm-hmm. about what happens when second Kira shows up. Misa Amane, fuck? who uh, for some... I, I, I don't understand why she ever got the Death Note in the first place. Like, like I know, like, there was a, a Shinigami that was, like, kind of in love with her. But and why? Sa- and spared her life. Uh, and, like, so this this other Shinigami named Rem brings the Death Note to her Jealous for some reason. was the name of the first Jealous, Shinigami. Yes, Jealous, uh, spelled uh, G-E-L-L-O-U-S, as opposed to what you all think is Jealous. Regardless. Uh, so she brings Misa, like, Rem brings Misa this second death note who and she takes this uh, the shinigami eyes which basically allows her to see like the name and like the time of death of anybody she sees yeah like the lifespan so like she she reaches out to light and becomes her becomes his girlfriend and light's just like well she has these eyes i didn't want to like remove my lifespan for this yeah bitch. because you have to give up half of your remaining lifespan to get the eyes right so like i'm not going to give up my lifespan so i'm just going to use her because he's a selfish motherfucker mm-hmm. he would never put himself he puts his own father in the position to give up to get the shimigami eyes but he would never put himself in that position because fuck everybody that's not me correct sorry. he's god sorry sorry he's, he's god he needs to, he needs to live as long as possible in order for his sense of justice to to be reigned upon the world and what's sad is he's smart, he's good-looking, he's fucking socially adept, and he's all these things that you would think are attractive, but he's a mass-murdering psycho. So, like, you know, girls, guys, be careful with who you're dating out there. Just saying. Don't wave at me. <laughs> <laughs> I've already dated a sociopath, thank you. I'm good. Who ran away with all your money. Some of your money. We're not going to talk about that here. Save that for my Bravo Instagram memes. Um, 
I don't know, like, and, and then like we eventually get like a third Kira who's like a businessman who That's like garbage. You found that garbage? I found that garbage. Okay, so hold on, let me check through my notes. Essentially, we spend twenty five episodes creating and exploring this great matchup and rivalry between L and Light. Oh no, this is before. This no, no, is... no, you don't learn about Mikami until episode thirty two. No, Mikami is not who I'm talking about. Who the fuck are you talking about? Yosuba Group. Who? Yo- oh, yeah, it's a big group. So technically, Mikami is a fourth Kira. Fuck yes. my life. Okay, so yes. we'll talk about Mikami later. Sorry. No, I'm talking because the the business, the Yotsuba group is the inaction. So the then inaction do we of- have to talk about Light's self-incarceration first? Yeah, or are we, we just we going can. all over the map because we assume people have listened or watched the show? Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up about... Uh, about just I'm assume, so stressed out. Just stop, stop talking. Stop okay. talking. <laughs> this is doing, Dan every time we watch something together. So, you're being so stupid right now because you're worrying about, like, well, the listeners. Like, if the listener actually gave a shit about the show, they would stop watch. They would stop listening to this. Go watch the show and then come back. It, 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 you, you've done your diligence. It's fine. Stop We've done our dumb. diligence. We've done our due diligence. Okay, go ahead. So, Get a group. So, like, Yotsuba Group, like, when Light gives up the uh, the the book, uh, he also has Misa give up the book uh, because because she gets incarcerated at one point because she is thought to be the second Kira, and uh, she is. So, like, in order for them to seem innocent, they give up the book, which gives up all knowledge of them ever having the book. All memories gone of the so, death So, like, they're, tr- they're being truthful when they say, you know, we have no idea what you're talking about. We're not Kira. Meanwhile, killings are going on because this guy uh, from Yotsuba Group, who uh, is like a Japanese company. I have names, uh, but I don't have it on here. God damn it. You're an idiot. Oh, hold on. No, his name starts with an M. His name's not important. All he is is he's being used by, by light in order to fulfill like the fact that he is like killing killings of criminals are still happening. But he's also killing off uh, like CEOs, CFOs of rival companies that allows their stock to soar up. Higuchi, sure. his name is Higuchi. H- sure. So like he 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 will use the Death Note for personal gain, but also uses it for light, uh, not knowing he's using it for light, in order to make it seem like Kira's still out there, despite the fact that Kira's locked up in a jail cell. Brilliant. And then like we eventually get to the point where Higuchi is captured by the police. Light gets a hold of his his death note again, regains all of his memories, and opens up this secret spot in his watch that allows him to kill Higuchi. But yeah, because it has what, a hidden piece of the death note in it and a needle. He stabs himself and writes Higuchi's name in his own blood. Which... Like a, and then holds the death note for, for the 40 seconds it takes to kill Higuchi so that he's then the rightful owner of the fucking death note because he's a goddamn psychopath. I love it. I love him using Higuchi. And, and then all the members of the Japanese task force end up touching the death note and can see Rim, by the way. Yes. And they all start having shit fits regarding that. Well, I mean, that's like a, oh, there's a thing here. There's a fucking monster. Right. I and, mean, I would shit my pants if I fucking touched a piece of notebook paper and saw a goddamn Shinigami behind you. Sure. I'm scared to touch notebook paper now, by the way. Sure. So... We eventually get to the point where it's like the final confrontation. Like we we need to have a resolution to light and L, and in the most one of the most unsatisfying things I've ever seen because of what follows it. Like if you if this was by itself, uh, it would be pretty great. Like it'd be pretty ballsy for this to just be like, oh, we've let light win. Light yes. kill light eventually the kills L wins. because um uh. 
L discovers some kind of evidence I about have it written down. Hold on. About Misa. I, I know this. Don't, you don't even have to write okay, it written down. Okay, then I'll down. shut up. Go ahead. Light disco- uh, L discovers some evidence against Misa that would have her executed. So because Rem refuses to let Misa die through execution, uh, and uh, anytime a Shinigami intervenes in the way of like extending a person's normal lifespan upon like their time of death, uh, then they disappear. Rem writes L's name in in her death note to protect and then, Misa, and then Rem dies. Correct. So like, so Light takes out two of his adversaries because L because Rem has been against Light in the first place. Like Rem has not wanted Misa to be around Light at all. She recognizes what Light is, and he's basically another Shinigami, but like a human. And uh, she. Like she's very protective of of Misa, so like it's it's interesting to watch him like force a Shinigami into doing like killing themselves in order to save somebody while also and she realizes it before she can even do it. She like realizes how far ahead Light's thought and that she's basically been sentenced to death this entire time and she can't do anything about it. Yeah, so Light's even ahead of gods, de- gods of death. It's it's beautiful. So like that would be a ballsy ending, but it's episode twenty five. It's but it's episode twenty six where we basically get a clip show recap of the entire series, and then we're in, I believe we're introduced to Mellow and Near. I have it written down. So it's um, episode twenty six is mostly a recap of what's happened so far. It picks up with nine minutes left with new material ten days after Ella's died. Is it ten days? It's yeah. It picks up. With oh, nine then it minutes does a flash left, Ten days after Ella's dead and. We're left to pick up the pieces. So the last third of the new, of the series focuses pretty much on all new characters with Mello, Nier, Kyoto Takada, Teru, uh, Mikami, and the SPK, which I found reminiscent of shows like Saved by the Bell, the new class, where it's trying to reinvent the same or cre- recreate the same magic with, you know, some old people like Mr. Belding and Screech. But mostly new people, and you're supposed to give a fuck about it. So I, when we watched this, I watched this, I think, back in, like, 2010. Okay. For the first time. So I originally thought, like, oh, they took a break, and, like, episode 26 was, like, okay, here's a refresher in case you forgot. Right. No. If you watch the, if you look at the original Japanese release dates, episode 26 was a week after 25. Get out. So it's, like, why was this even a thing? How insulting. Like, it's, it's, we're watching this incredibly smart show where people are thinking 10, 15 steps ahead and they're doing all these, like, really smart, intelligent things, but we're the fucking idiots. Right. So, like, we, we need to have this recap show in order to remember the whole thing and also introduce Mel and Nier. Uh, which, like, if, if that episode <sighs> happened, like, two, three years later, like, and this is, like, a, a Death Note Redux... It would feel more earned because it's like, okay, maybe you forgot about what happened in Death Note. So here's the whole thing, and it's being explained to Mellow and Nier so they can pick up on the situation and begin their own investigations. Because, like, they're part of this orphanage that allows them, like, it turns them into the world's greatest detectives or Basically whatever. Basically, it was founded by Watari, who is L's second-in-command, and he created this orphanage that is for bright up-and-comers, and L was the first, and now Ellen, or no, M and N are like the second, the second and the third, whatever. So it focuses on them, and whenever uh, Nier gets the, just just to get to the end, like, Nier does finally catch light in, in his own shit. Like, we, we get through this whole Mikami thing where uh, 
Light basically finds somebody and grooms them into like a fourth Kira, like a, a Kira surrogate, in order to uh, keep up with killings while he is being surveilled by Nier. So like Nier plays it so that you think like the death notes have been switched, but maybe they haven't, but maybe they have kind of thing. Right. Where Mikami's death note has been switched out with some someone else's death with like a, just a regular notebook. And then whatever, I'm going to Mikami come in and whoever's name hasn't been written in the notebook is clearly Kira because why would Mikami kill Kira? Exactly. So it's, it's found out that light is Kira and then fucking that's it. Like light, light loses. Hold there. on. So in this scene, last episode, episode 37, a new world, you've got this showdown between light, the Japanese task force and near in the SPK and then Mikami's outside the door scribbling down names and writing delete, delete, delete like a fucking psychopath. Correct. He's also a psychopath. He's that's a psych- why. Yes, that's fine. Okay. My problem is up until not necessarily now, but because there is, has been one monologue explanation of what's going on. You've got near taking a minute and a half to explain why he's one. And then L I mean, sorry, new L light taking two and a half minutes to explain, okay, well, this is what I've done, and I did this, and then this, 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 this. It is literally the most fucking struggle monologue to try to sound smart while con- con- at the same time bombarding the fucking viewer with way too much information that no clues were given to beforehand. It is, like, so fucking haphazard, slapdash bullshit at the last minute. It really bothered me. And... So eventually we get to the point where light dies uh, yes. through Ryuk. Ryuk promised, like, I'm going to be the one that kills you. Right. So, like, that that's beautiful. But here's the thing. There was a movie that came out, and not the Netflix one. The Netflix one we're going to forget about. There was uh, It was kind of an adaptation. There were two movies, actually, uh, parts one and two of Death Note. Okay. And they basically told a new adaptation of the story. Uh, there's no Higuchi, so there's no Yotsuba group. So okay, that, so that, that plot line that gets completely line. slashed. And it ends in a much more satisfying way, which is, and I, and I feel like the writer, once he wrote this, knew like a fucked up. I did, I did this totally wrong. No near, no mellow. Okay, it, good. It ends, it ends with a, a, an L and light showdown, which is how Perfect. it always should have ended. And this is why like, I feel like these 13 episodes are kind of like superfluous and garbage because like this ending is perfect. Uh, light does this whole like monologue thing in front of his father and in front of L. Oh, where we, he's just like, I'm Kira, I've won, and you're done. And he writes L's true name in the death note. Well, L doesn't die in 40 seconds. Because, and you flip to the final page, L has already written his name in the fucking death note for like 100 days past this point. So L has already sentenced himself to die, but in doing so has caught fucking Kira. So like, Ryuk's like, all right, like, you're done, so. But I thought Ryuk was supposed to be the one that right. writes. He does. Okay. He, he eventually writes L's name in the, in the Death Note and kills him. Oh. So then there's a, there's actually a follow up sequel movie that's like L one hundred death like L stories of Death Note like hundred days. So like he has to solve a crime in a hundred days because he's gonna die soon. Right. It is beautiful. Uh, it is exactly how the show should have ended in the first place. Uh, like I, I get the whole like removing L and removing Rem thing if it was handled well. The problem I get is that, it's but never like, had handled well. Why would you do well. that two thirds into the fucking series? I, I I don't get why you would ever like 
maybe it was to set up sequel series in like maybe where you have near as uh, but near uh, is uh, stupid and so is mellow near sucks near just They're sucks. garbage well, characters Mello's, don't forget mellow dies mellow mellow gets killed through, mellow through the death is fucking notes. fodder the entire time he's in the series but regardless like so it, it was it seemed like it was that but then like no one liked though that those characters so it was just like okay let's retcon it through this live action japanese adaptation why would you have some fucking kid that can't stop twirling his hair sitting on the ground like think that he can like how is that the fucking matchup when you already had the perfect matchup to l and light you had the perfect dichotomy between the two of them. Why would you eliminate one of them and introduce this fucking garbage child you've never heard of? I don't know. You'd have to ask the creator. I don't. I don't know why he created Nier it's and Mellow. Stupid. I don't. I don't. I, I don't get the whole point of that. They they're not good characters. Like maybe they're fine characters on their own, but like watching them after the context of L and Light's fucking battle, and them just coming in and just being like. And we're here. Oh, we lucked into it. We lucked into a victory, everybody. It's stupid. It's 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 very bad. I also honestly feel like they did Misa Mane and Light Yagami really dirty at their downfalls. Like, for Light to start cheating on Misa with Kyoto, and then Misa just to, like, throw a hissy fit and act like an idiot in the middle of, like, she was getting ready to do some concert or whatever, and, like, Kyoto was the, the host. And she's like, oh, no, he's cheating on me. I hate you. And she's like basically throws a hissy fit because she's forgotten all of the notebook stuff. Like she just acts like a petulant child. And I feel like Misei kind of, she's stuck by light and she did a lot for him and she deserved a little bit better from the show. Sure. And, and I think her end is actually kind of haunting. Like the the whole, like she dresses up and then like stands at the edge of a bridge and is like clear, like the final shot of the show is basically like yeah. her first standing on the edge of this bridge ready to jump off because light is dead. Uh, and, and I thought like that was particularly haunting and I'm fine with that. Like that, that ending could have happened no matter what, like no matter when who, that happened, no matter who beats at light. So like, I don't know. I, there's a lot of problems with how they end this, but like the first 25 episodes are so perfect that like, I almost want to say like, stop after the first, after the first 25 episodes, I'm fine with that. watch the movies and then accept that as the new canon ending because it's actually like super great because of the way like like i'm underselling what that that whole scene is because it's just like insane i feel like the last what is that 12 episodes are just fucking bullshit there there's so much thought and so much meticulousness that goes into the first 25 episodes and the last 12 episodes well, don't forget this is like being so reactionary instead of proactive he's only reacting to the situations that are happening he's not thinking ahead and creating a better outcome for himself well that's because like there's a four-year time skip and in that four-year time skip right it covers no six years. one's no one's there like no one's there to challenge him so he, kira's just off doing whatever he wants so because of that he's just like Fuck it. No one's smart enough to take me on. I'm just going to do whatever I want. And that's why he doesn't respect Nero Mello. And that's why, like, that is ultimately why he loses, because he doesn't respect them in the same that's way he respects That's a really Elle. rough time skip for somebody who's just watching the series. Like, that's really hard to understand what has happened and transpired in that time and to really relate and understand to what's going on. It's lost on me because it's literally a three second time difference in between four years that have gone on. Yeah. No, I get it. But like, 
there, I see what I see in general what he's going for that light is become overconfident in what he has become and therefore can be taken down by a child ultimately, even though it's like the protege of, of L. But like that was it, all really fucking convoluted. It, too. It, 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 it's just trying to crank like it should have just been a second series. Yeah, like it should have just been a second 26 episode series. But I don't know how the manga wrapped it up because it's adapted from manga as is most like Japanese anime is adapted from a manga. Uh, so like this is like the third adaptation, basically. But like, I don't know. I, I, I love the, sh- the show. Uh, the ending is like whatever. Like, it, I think if you broke off the ending again and you just showed like 26 through 37 to somebody, they say, OK, that was pretty good. But I, I don't get the, the hype behind Death Note. And then you show them the first 25 episodes of like, okay, now I understand the hype behind the first Death Note, basically. Like the Death Note's hype is built off its first 25 episodes. And then after that, it kind of like it's kind of like Game it of Peters Thrones. Out. Where like its legacy oh. is kind of tainted. Tainted by itself because it, it got too far and it didn't want like it, it just took choices that didn't really make sense and then were never really earned. Ex- yeah. I guess. No, I get that. So I don't know. Um, I have to show you the movie. That's ultimately what the the next thing I have to do is that I have to show you the two movies. Those are excellent. Are those live action or anime? Those are live action, but they're okay. like they're Japanese actors. But like they'll put like bra- they'll put the original the original voices the original English voices are over top of their characters. Okay. So you'll know who everyone is based off of who their voice actor is. I'm down with that. Like I, I'm not gonna say like I relate to Misamane, but like I could understand her. And I felt bad for where her character ended, even though she like was able to re- reach a certain level of innocence. Like she still got done really fucking dirty. She gets treated like an idiot by everybody. She gets treated like shit. She gets treated like an idiot by everybody. Like everyone's just like, "What an idiot! This person's an idiot." And like light just continually uses her over and over. He's a fucking she, garbage. I think and she she's quartered fine with it. She, I think she quartered her lifespan. Yeah, she did. She she took the Death Note eyes once, and then like when she got the Death Note again, she took the she took the deal again, and then she gave it up again, and then she took the deal again. So actually, she 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 ate her lifespan. Like her her lifespan is one eighth of what it is. But which, technically, she's supposed to be dead anyways. So like, I guess it's all a win. It, yeah, it's debatable on what her actual lifespan should be because she should have died. She got through all those bonus points from Jealous when he died. Yeah. So I I don't know. Yeah, but she she's not written like it's. I don't want to say it's like r slash men writing women but like she's not written as a sympathetic character she's written as like fucking tissue paper a a kind of a joke and kind of to be used and like you can still write a good character that can be used i just don't think i don't know if she's a strong enough character uh on her own without being used no she's not all right do you want to eat a potato chip or do you want to do mary bing kill first I don't care. We have to pick. I don't have to pick anything. This is your show. You have to pick. This is your show. It's your pick. You're the guest, fucker. Yeah, we can, we can take a chip and okay. eat it, which is like the iconic, as you hear the rustling of the potato chips in the background. It's fine. You can't edit this out. Uh, so this I'm just is gonna talk for over Paul it. because he loves eating on camera so much. Or not camera, mic, whatever. Oh, good Paul, I also hate eating on mic. That was here. Uh, that's that's multiple chips. I just Reach want one. Out, motherfucker! Oh my god, you're the worst. This is multiple. You're the worst. This is so many chips. I can't only hand you so many. I just want right, one. Just say it then. That's why I said I'll take a chip 
and eat it. <laughs> that is one of the most iconic scenes of the show, but it's so memed upon because in that scene, Light buys like a $200 like baby TV and shoves it in a bag of potato chips. And in order to like kill criminals while being under surveillance from the Japanese police force, he sho- he uses his TV while doing homework to kill criminals. So like when he's explaining this whole thing, he just he's just like and then I'll reach into the potato chip bag. I'll take a chip and eat it. And it's like this super dramatic moment. And eat it. And, no, no, and he's like, and eat it, and then like the Death Note music comes behind with like the choir, the the choral stuff, and like that's something we never really talked about. Like the score behind it is very like godlike, like it's very oh, yeah. angelic choruses. So like you're really getting the feeling that this, you're really yeah. getting the feeling that this guy really thinks he's God, and it's really funny like to, to hear like all of that build juxtaposed with like the final episode where like he's begging for his life because he he, he like he's you ultimately realize no he isn't god he's just a human and he and like he's been beaten and he's mortal and he can like that whole that whole breakdown would have been so perfect in front of in front of l but no it never happened but like regardless like it's still a great character moment because like this overconfident piece of garbage finally gets his comeuppance thinking he's god and then he he is shown by a true god of death that he is fucking nothing. Well, and I also liked in the last episode, while most of it was garbage, the last scene is him fleeing from everybody, shot to fucking shit along the same fence line that he's walking when he first finds the death note and he's thinking like all the wonderful things he's going to do, how much power he has. And now it shows him losing all of that fucking ability at the end. Like that's a nice juxtaposition. Same time of day, same area, just running the opposite direction. Yeah. Interesting. There's, there's a lot of good ideas with that final episode. It's just, the problem is who it's in front of and all the stuff that came between episodes 25 and episode 37. I agree. If that had happened in front of L and they just switched a couple things, like that could have been perfect, but it wasn't. It's not how it went. So. So that's that. Yeah. All right, Bubby. I'm going to ask you something that I don't even know the answer to myself, and that is who are you going to marry, who are you going to bang, and who are you going to kill? Um, Kill Matsuda. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't like Matsuda at all. But like, he's me my name. He was just annoying comic relief. That like every like he he doesn't really do anything. Like he's just part of the task force because he's loyal. He doesn't do anything. Okay. Um, bang. Huh. I don't know. This one's tough. I guess bang. Uh, Misa under. Well, no, I can't even use a false name because she would know my real name. <laughs> uh, marry the the voice of Kira, uh, Kyoko. I think, oh yeah, yeah. Ki- well, Kyoto, Kyoto Takada. You're Japanese. Kyoko, Kyoto Takada. There we go. That's much better. Paul's gonna Paul's gonna listen to this episode and be like, "Man, your Japanese sucks." Dude, I'm American. Of course, my Japanese sucks. They only said the names to you a billion times. Fuck you. Is that to your Mary? Is uh, Kyoto uh-huh. Takada? Ki- her name is Kyoto, as in Kyoto, Japan. Yeah. That's what I have written written down. Written no, down. I don't believe you, but I'll I'll take your word for it while I look it up. As you tell me, your Mary Bang kill. You didn't tell me your Mary. Her. You. Who's your Bang? Misa. Okay. 
So I'm going to... You don't pay to... attention to me at all. No matter what... See, I want everyone... We have it on mic. She doesn't pay attention to me at all. I don't know who you are. I'm going to marry L slash Ryuzaki slash Ryuga because he's a quality guy and he's smart. And I find that sexy. I am going to bang... Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um... I'm going to bang light because, uh, no, actually, no, I'm not because he's probably pretty selfish in bed. Ooh, I don't know who I'm going to bang. Um, let's, God. Her name is Kiyomi Takada. Kiyomi Takada? K-I-Y-O-M-I. Sorry, Kyoto. Kiyomi Takada. Yeah, there's no way someone named their child after a fucking city in Japan. It's possible. No one's as white trash as America. I'm going to bang... Aizawa. No, I'm not. He has a wife and kid. Ugh. He has a wife and kid, yeah. I'm going to stay celibate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all these people. I'm not fucking any of these people. And I'm going to kill Light because he's a garbage human being. No, I'm going to kill Nier because he's annoying. Sure. Or you, she's annoying. You, I don't you, know. You've oscillated between like nine different people. Yeah, I know. Mary L, kill Kira, and Nier. <laughs> Bang Misa. There we go. Good bubby. That's it. Eat a potato chip. I've eaten all my potato chips away from the microphone because I only wanted to do the one crunch because I'm a, I'm a decent human being. I'm a monster. All right. That's it. That's all we're going to talk about. The end. Bubby, where do people find your podcast? That's this funny because you can find this podcast at the same place. Netflix and Swell.com. That's right. We're hosting Rabbit Ears TV podcast on our website. Because he's sweet. Uh, that's it. Uh, we have reviews there. Uh, I need to get Colby on that, too. Uh, you have blogs. Eh, the blogs don't matter. Ish. We have, we have, there's a link to our Patreon page where you can listen to our show. So just Netflixandswill.com. So where you find Rabbit Ears, which is at Netflixandswill.com slash Rabbit Ears, uh, also, you can find other Netflix and Swill stuff. That was beautiful. I love you. Anyways, that's all next episode i was gonna say next week but i'm not on that grueling schedule anymore next episode i'm gonna be talking to nick haskins about breaking bad and who knows how long that episode will go we might have to break it up into years. things oh rabbit ears breaking bad with nick haskins what is that voice it's my prospector voice you don't like it no well get ready that it's is... coming to bed soon <laughs> it's not really don't don't get involved in our sex life it's fine gerald come help Gerald, do not help him. He's fine. Gerald, help. Gerald, do not help him. He's fine. All right. That's it for Rabbit Ears. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys slash you'll listen to me next month. Don't forget, take your potato chips and And eat eat them. Judging by the number of cameras he's planted, he's planning to make a decision within a short period of time. Any normal person would slip under these circumstances, but it won't be that easy with me, L. This is the closest we can get. <laughs> I've set things up so that criminals will continue to die over the next three weeks. But El is aware by now that Kira can control the times of death of his victims. Therefore, to avoid suspicion, El needs to see that criminals whose names are being broadcast continue to die while I have no access to that information. Oh, the symptoms are starting! I'm gonna show you, El. 
With Ryuk's information and my preparations, I can continue to kill criminals whose names are broadcast on the news while masquerading as a typical high school student studying for his entrance exams. Just watch me, L. I'll solve equations with my right hand and write names with my left. I'll take a potato chip and eat it. After dinner, your son just goes back to studying without turning on the TV or his computer? It's because the entrance exams are five days away. <laughs>